Hello and welcome to the Breaking Into Business podcast with Melissa Ellis. I'm your host, Melissa Ellis. I'm so happy you were here with me today to talk about the things we had to break out of in order to break into the businesses, tech companies, achievements, the successes that we want for ourselves in this life. Thank you for joining me here today. Let's talk about imposter syndrome. Well, kind of imposter syndrome, but also being afraid of success. This is a conversation that I had with a couple of clients today uh, that are building and moving and scaling their companies, whether it's adding more people to their team or introducing additional streams of revenue inside of their companies and uh, they're, they're excited, they're motivated. But today, a few of them were like, I'm starting to get really scared. I'm I'm afraid of what what's going to happen, what this means, and it it wasn't for some of them. It, it was a little bit about the fear of failure, but really, it was the this is different, this is new. And have you ever have you ever been kind of in that situation where it's like, you know, I you you've always wanted something but it just seemed so different and so out of reach and so not who you are and who you identify as and then when you open the door for that to happen it's like it, it's kind of scary because it's it's different and it's uncharted waters you're like i i want that but i've never been there i don't know what to expect I don't know what what I'm gonna have to do to maintain. I don't know how I'm gonna need to change to be able to have this. Uh, will there be inconveniences? Will there be problems? Am I gonna be enough? Am I gonna be able to follow through with it? Will I reach it and then fall right off? Like there, there can be kind of a lot. So I, I've been there. This is something that I've had to overcome um, several different times in my life and one example in a non-business kind of setting was when I was in the police academy and if you haven't heard me talk about the police academy before then I'll link it up here in in this episode but the in the police academy you have to be in really good shape and I I wasn't I mean I didn't really work out. I always told myself that I wasn't athletic. If I was working out, it was because there was some boy at the gym that I was trying to get his attention, you know, or something like that, right? And I I never saw myself as an athlete. And so I would tell myself that that wasn't who I was, that other people got to be fit, other people got to be healthy, other people got to be strong, but not me. And when when I was getting ready to go into the police academy, uh, I had a lot of work to do. I couldn't even run a mile. I couldn't do any push-ups. Like, I it, it was it was pretty bad. And Royal helped me to train, and so we would go to the track every single day. And he would, you know, make me run and do circuits and all of this. And then once I got to the point where I could run a mile, then I started going to in the LAPD at the time, I'm not sure if they still do this, but at the time they had what was called CAP and it was the candidate athletic program or something like that to help the candidates prepare to 
be able to pass the fitness tests that are required to actually get hired and then to graduate the academy. So the first time that I went to CAP, it was like the uh, this experience I had never even imagined myself ever being in. It was a three hour long workout where we started with, you know, calisthenics, went into a run that was the longest run I had ever done in my life up hills and then just massive, massive circuits afterward. And I, I honestly didn't know how I was going to, how I got through it. Like as I was going, it was just like, okay, keep going, keep going. Like we're going to be done. And then once that phase was done, then we went on to another phase and I'm like, oh my God, how am I still moving? And at the end of the workout, I, I couldn't believe that I had done it. And I got in the car and I called Royal and I started sobbing. I cried so hard and he was like, why are you crying? Like, did you, did you have to quit? Did you, did you not make it through? And I was like, no, I did it. And he was like, why are you crying? And I was like, because I did it. And it, it was this moment where I was like, I'm a different person now. Everything that I told myself about me before is gone. And yes, it, I wanted to change in that way, but it was uncharted waters. Who is this person that can be an athlete like this? Who is this person who can handle this intense of a workout? Who is this person who is strong and can run and can you know do all these things? I didn't know that girl. I knew the you know the person I had been my whole life. So there was a part of me that was like, oh my God, like what is happening? But fortunately, the rest of me was like, we're doing this. Like this is scary and this is different and this is, a, we're becoming a different person, but this is the person I want to be. So I kept going and now that's, that's part of who I am. Like this is part of my identity now. I'm an athlete, right? Um, so, so we have to accept these changes. Because I, I know I've talked about this before, but the person you are today is a completely different person than who's going to, the person who's going to achieve that revenue goal or who's going to launch that tech company that with a million users or who is going to, um, you know, break that world record in that lift or you know, whatever it is that you're wanting, that's a different person than who you are now. And you have to be open to changing how you see yourself, changing the behaviors that you have. And yes, it's scary, but don't, don't like, aren't all the good things kind of scary? <laughs> like it's scary to, to fall in love and, and trust somebody like that. It's scary to uh, pick a major and decide like, this is who I'm, what I want to focus on. It's scary to start the company. It's scary to partner with those, those venture capitalists. It's scary to go public. It's, it, it, it's scary to start working out if you've never done it before. Like all of this is scary, but it's worth it, right? When you put yourself in it and don't allow yourself to leave, even though you're afraid, because there's something inside of you that draws you to it, that you know, 
even though it's scary, even though I'm uncomfortable, even though I have no idea who I am and how I'm gonna handle this and what to expect, but I have to do it because I am not satisfied with the, where I am now. You have to want it enough to go for it. And you can't let the fear of the unknown, the fear of, I don't know who this, how to be this person, you can't let that stop you. Because as you continue going, you will learn how to be that person. You will learn to be comfortable in that setting. You will learn how to know what to do. But just like when you were a baby, you didn't know how to walk. And you were bad at it for a while. <laughs> and it, maybe it was scary because it was different. But you knew that you wanted to progress. So you didn't let the fear or the falling or the you know, awkwardness of it stop you. And you didn't allow yourself to, to say no, but, but you crawl. But you're a baby, you're supposed to crawl. Like keep crawling, don't do anything else. Like this is who you are, this is how you identify. Allow yourself to transition from crawling to walking. Push yourself to do it. You, you have to be willing to change, to, to get where you wanna go. I, I had another experience with this where when, when we started realizing that Spa Strong was going to be successful, um, our lifestyle was still exactly the same as you know when we were in law enforcement and everything, and it was the situation was changing, but I was just like, no, we're we're not adjusting our lifestyle, we're not spending money, we're not doing anything, la di da di da. But Royal could see that I was holding myself back because I still identified as a, a broke person. And so he started, you know, helping to nudge me because he was ready. He's like, oh, we made, you know, X amount, like, let's blow it all on, a, you know, a Lamborghini or something like that. Right. And I was like, no, we're going to hold on to this because what if it goes away? And I was stuck in that mentality because that's how I had identified for so long. I, I was broke. I had lived in my car twice. Like, you're lucky if money comes, but expect it to go. And so he encouraged me to buy a, a new car. And um, the circumstance, maybe I'll tell this story at some point on, on the podcast, but the, the circumstance was that I, I ended up trading in my used old Kia Sorento Sorrenta. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, for a Mercedes G-Wagon, a 2017 G-Wagon. And it was my dream car, one of my dream cars that I'd wanted for years and years and years. And I took the leap of getting it, even though it was super scary. Uh, but the reason, ultimately, that I allowed myself to, to sign the paperwork and get that vehicle was because in my mind, I was like, well, if I lose everything again, I, I could still live in the G-Wagon with my family. Royal and I and the pups, we could, we could move into this car. So, okay, yeah, this is a safe choice. But do you see how I was 
I was completely still stuck in that negative mindset, in that broke, struggling, nothing comes easy, um, nothing is here to stay, I'll never have safety and security and freedom. I was still in that. And I was lying to myself by, you know, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm changing, I'm upgrading, like look what I did. No, the, the reason I got it was because there was room for me to still live in it. And it wasn't until, I don't know, a year and a half or something later that I finally allowed myself to let go of that. And I recognized I'm holding myself back still, I need to stop. So I traded it in for a two-seater. Uh, for I, I traded it in for a Corvette because I cannot live inside of the Corvette. It's impossible. Trust, trust me, you can't live in it. <laughs> and, and I had to force myself to burn the ship, so to speak, right? And I know that's, that's like a myth, right? That's not even a true story. But um, I had to force myself to burn the ships so that I could become the person who is no longer broke. And it was scary. And it was, it was kind of hard. But I'm, I'm not going to let myself limit what I'm capable of anymore. And I don't want that for any of my clients, but you know these clients that I talked to today, and I don't want that for you. So how do you need to change your, maybe it's your behaviors, maybe it's the, the, the choices that you make, maybe it's the way that you see yourself, talk to yourself. How do you need to change that so that you can become that person that you want, that ideal self? And what, what are the insecurities specifically? What are the limiting beliefs that you need to break out of? so that you can break into that person who's going to, to be the one who, who does the things that you want. Because remember, there's a journey to that. You don't just one day have you know, broke girl mentality and the next day know what to do with $20 billion. No, you, you leave broke girl mentality and journey to the person who has $20 million, billion. You don't just one day be a, a couch potato and then the next day be the guy who is able to run a marathon. Like, you've, you've got to leave the couch, even though it's uncomfortable and different, and journey into the guy who can do the marathon. So what's the journey you need to take? And I challenge you to start it, not because it's the beginning of the year, but because it, it's time for you to stop holding yourself back. It's time for you to stop sabotaging so you can be who, who you have the potential to be. So I'd love to hear your thoughts on this. Please leave me a comment down below or send me a DM on Instagram at Melissa Ellis. Of course, the username is Melissa without the apostrophe, so it will be at M-L-I-S-A-E-L-L-I-S. -L -L Thank you so much for joining me here today. I cannot wait to hear your stories of allowing yourself to become the person you need to be, you want to be, and not letting fear and limiting beliefs and insecurities hold you back. And I will see you tomorrow in the next episode.